Hello and welcome to a newly rebooted Project HR. As the world changes and workplace expectations continue to shift, Project HR is evolving as well, empowering you with the knowledge you need to take on this new world of work and connecting you with the experts you need to transform your workplaces. I'm Jay Coons, Vice President of Strategic Planning at IRI Consultants, and your host for this episode of Project HR. Today, Lisa Hudson joins us on the program. Lisa is an organizational development consultant with IRI Consultants, and in this episode, we'll discuss why the first three months of any leadership transition are so critical to determining your future success. Thanks for being on the program, Lisa. Hey, Jay. Thanks for having me. I'm super excited to be with you today. Fantastic. So when we talk about leadership transitions, I I just want to dive in. Are we talking about promotions? Is that all that it is? So, you know, oftentimes people do think of promotions. So the answer is yes, it's promotions, but it's yes and it's also like those lateral moves. It's also mm-hmm. like I've taken on a new project assignment. So it's any kind of change, if you will, for that leader. So yes, we're talking about promotions, but not exclusively. Yeah, that makes a lot of sense. Uh, I feel like there's a lot of thought that goes into making hiring decisions, new assignments, promotions, just as you were describing. And in my own experience, that was the case. But I also sense that there's decidedly less thought that goes into actually finessing the transition itself. Would you agree with that? You know, Jay, I will tell you, as a coach, um, working with leaders as they transition from one role to another, oftentimes, to your point, all of the emphasis is all about right making that transition. And mm-hmm. oftentimes, leaders don't spend the time to really think about their transition, right? Really think about, so what does this mean from a perspective of what is it going to take for me to be successful? Um, the research shows us that like your first 90 days in a row are critical. And oftentimes it represents whether you're going to be successful or not. So mm-hmm. in my opinion, it's based as well as research, there's just not enough time spent thinking about a transition and not just the time, but being very strategic as well as tactical about the first 90 days of someone's new role. Yeah, that that's uh, that really sounds like it's on point. Let's talk a little bit about the significance of these moves that leaders make. Why is it so important that we actively manage them versus saying, congratulations, Lisa, you're now the director? Yeah. So think about it. Right. So you start a new job. You're in such a vulnerable position. Right. Your chances are whether you're entering a new organization or you've been promoted, you are really vulnerable. So there's things that, you know, but then there's things that you don't know. And so it's this new start. It's an opportunity to what do I want to get accomplished? So you may be thinking about so many important things. But it's important that one takes time, as I mentioned previously, to almost slow down in order to start, start fast and and think about what are those critical things that I need to accomplish by not taking that time, Jay, I, I can tell you. And again, the research supports this is that by not taking the critical time and thinking about your success, those first 90 days, it could represent failure, failure in an assignment and ultimately failure in that new role. 
And what a gigantic waste if it mm. doesn't come together. So you used a word uh, vulnerable in your mm. last answer. And, and that really links with my next question for you. And that's around derailers. So when new leaders or leaders in a new role are, are navigating those first 90 days, they're, they're vulnerable. And then that mm-hmm. further exacerbates the potential impact of these leadership derailers. Could you speak about derailers for a little bit for us? Well, I could talk to you about derailers for a long time, but I will tell you <laughs> some of the most common ones that we've seen are, you know, think about this, right? I want to do a good job, right? I want to show, you know, the leadership team why I was promoted or why mm-hmm. I received this role. So yeah. I want to, I want to jump in and I want to get a lot of things accomplished. And chances are, and what we've seen is that leaders take on too much, right? They're trying to do too much too soon and they're not focusing on the things that matter, right? They're not really aligned with the goals of their leadership team, as well as it could be taking on too much and putting too much stress, not only on the leader, but on that leader's team. That's a common derailer failing to focus on the right things that I've seen. Another popular one I'll tell you would be, you know, not adjusting to the the culture, Right. There are mm-hmm. there are there are unspoken rules to every culture and new leaders especially are at risk of this. Right. Coming in and not understanding the culture at the risk of being like disconnected from important information, not being seen as successful. So understanding what are those ways of doing things, understanding the culture of an organization is going to be critical. And I think along with that is not just understanding like, okay, how things are done, but understanding who should I get to know? We oftentimes mm-hmm. as leaders, right, we, we want to get in and we want to yeah. show how successful and how oh, yeah. great we are, right? but we haven't spent time engaging. Oftentimes, right, we'll engage in direct reports and, you know, upward, but are we building those relationships with peers and other folks that are going to be important to our success. So it's also that social learning as well as that not adjusting to the culture. Um, like I said, I, I could go on because I think these are so, these derailers will absolutely derail your first 90 days. And, and, you, and it gets into the, the whole first impression impact. That's right. right. So you're, mm-hmm. you're trying to make a good first impression as you were describing uh, but the, these landmines and derailers are are all over the place. So, and and those are those are great examples. So let let's turn this a little bit into your recommendations for leaders starting a new position, whether it's lateral, whether it's an expansion of mm-hmm. uh, their scope of responsibility, or if it's a true promotion. What are some tips that you have that leaders can? embrace and and operationalize into their leadership practice when they're starting a new role? Well, I think first things first, understand that you're in a transition, right? Making sure that I understand that I am transitioning to a new role. And by not understanding that, again, back to the derailers that we, we just talked about, but making that mental break, whether you've been promoted internally, um, and oftentimes, right, those promotions, we could very well be doing our former job and we're trying to take on this new role. So mm-hmm. not oh, yeah. just, you know about that, right, Jay? Oh, like yeah. Oh, yeah. not, 
And it's not just like the physical break of a new role, but it's also that mental break that you want to spend, as I said previously, spend some time thinking about what is, how do I want to spend my first 30, 60, 90 days? What's going to be important? What skills do I need for this new role that I might need to work on? Because we know what may have gotten you to this role may not be the na- the, the necessary skills that are that's going to make you successful. So, so true, right? Mm-hmm. So that that mental break of your new role, thinking about how you want to show up, what's going to be important, how do you want to spend those first ninety days? Along with that, it's going to be understand like what's your business situation that you're entering, right? So when you think about a business situation, there's probably four. I would say like okay, you think about there's a startup, right? Maybe, uh, maybe there's a turnaround, right? Mm-hmm. Numbers don't look good. I've got to turn things around. Maybe it's some kind of realignment or I've got to, you know, the, the business has been doing well and I've got to continue you know, like sustain success, if you will. So if we could agree, like, let's say those are like the four basic business situations, then you want to think about as a leader, what are my opportunities? What are my challenges? That'll help you think about the right strategy. You know, what's appropriate for, let's say, a turnaround? Obviously, it's not going to be the appropriate strategy for, you know, uh, a startup. So, mm-hmm. right. right? Yeah. Just really getting foundational, thinking about, right, what am I about to enter? Um, those kind of thoughts will absolutely help you to be successful. I talked about relationships. Relationships are critical in those first 90 days. Who, you know, what does my boss want of me? Mm-hmm. What mm-hmm. understanding my team, right? Thinking about um, what does success look like? How am I going to assess, you know, how successful my team is? What are those things that I need to be thinking about? When you think about like, you know, influence, who do I need to get to know? Who's going to be influential in order for me to be successful? Yes. Yeah. Yeah, those those are excellent and and the what what is coming through loud and clear to me as I'm listening to you describe the the variables that are impacting new leaders or leaders in transition is that there has to be an intentionality around what they're doing because saying to ourselves inside of our head I need to make sure I'm focused or deliver or meet my boss's expectations or do some internal networking that can get lost very quickly when we get caught up in the actual day-to-day work versus having a well-thought-out, written-out plan so that it holds you accountable almost is what it sounds like you're saying to make sure you do these different things and don't get lost in the transition. Does that make sense? Oh, it makes it makes perfect sense. And that's one of our, another recommendation is stay the course, right? Maintain that discipline around your plan. Be flexible, right? Because your mm-hmm. plan will change. But really think about you th- these first couple of months, they're significant to your success. And by jumping in without a plan and getting caught up in the newness of the role and all of the other things, all the other variables that are going to be coming at you and not having that discipline, not really thinking about your transition you may not be very successful. Mm-hmm. Or I, 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 I offer this to you. You could very well be successful, but if you create a plan, 
with support of someone to help you through this plan, like a coach, like a consultant, like myself, it really allows you to speed up faster. And I think that's also a really important point. Yeah, that that's an excellent point. So when we think about um, the role that a coach, an organizational development consultant like you bring to the table, how can IRI help in this regard? How, how can we deliver value? Because we're so obsessed with value here. How can we deliver value to those leadership transitions? I would say to you, there are folks like myself and, you know, coaches that are at, that are at IRI that are trained coaches that would be phenomenal to help leaders manage their transition. Um, as I said earlier, by not recognizing that you're in a transition really puts you behind the eight ball and almost at risk. So mm-hmm. to have someone to be there to be, help you to think through your transition, right? And as well as to hold you accountable, yeah. um, to help you grow through those first three months, it's priceless. So, you know, reach out to consultants and coaches like myself at IRI. Uh, we can absolutely help leaders through such a crucial time in their career. So, yeah, that that sounds like great, great advice. So for those that are interested in learning more about this or wanting to reach out, Lisa, where should they go? So I would say go to IRIconsultants.com. Um, all of our information is there. You can read blogs. There's also case studies. There's a lot of great information, as well as you can get connected directly to a, a coach who can uh, support you through your transition. That's great. And of course, listeners can always reach out to me as well at jcoons. That's the letter J, K-U-H-N-S, at IRIconsultants.com. Lisa, thanks for joining us today on this week's episode of Project HR. I think we could have talked for another hour on this topic. I think it's absolutely so crucial. Jay, it's always great talking with you. And I love talking about leadership challenges and transitions. So thank you for having me. Oh, you bet. And to our listeners, once again, thank you for tuning in. Would you like to learn more? Check out IRI's blog titled Mastering Leadership Transitions, a Framework for Success in the First Three Months. And that can be found at iriconsultants.com slash blog. Don't forget to subscribe to Project HR. And don't forget to drop us a line and leave us a review wherever you get your content. That's all for this episode of Project HR. Let's make it a great day at work.